0: Well good evening ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news and trending. Thank you for joining me this Thursday, July. This is the 29th already at 10 p.m. Tonight, we're going to talk about that Canada has enough vaccines to vaccinate everyone. There's some other stories over are ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody out there so far has had a a good week. I know it's only Thursday. We're just about there. Friday here in Southern Ontario, Canada. And tomorrow, when I'm done work, I am on vacation for two weeks. I can't wait to get there. I didn't think this week was going to draw to an end. It just seemed like a really, really long time this time. So anyways, thank you for joining me again. So Canada right now has enough vaccine doses for all eligible Canadians. And this is coming from the Prime Minister of Canada. So Canada has enough COVID vaccine doses to fully vaccinate everyone eligible in the country, the Prime Minister said. The arrival of 5 million doses this week will bring the total to over 66 million. Enough for all 33.2 million Canadians 12 years and older. Children under 12 are not yet eligible to be receiving a vaccine just yet. With enough doses for everyone, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about this. There's absolutely no excuse not to get vaccinated. Now, you know, from the onset when the vaccine started to come out and it looks like, you know, it was going to start off really well. And then, of course, we fell short on vaccines. Oh, then everybody starts blaming the prime minister. Oh, this is the prime minister's fault. We don't have enough vaccines. Actually, it wasn't the prime minister's fault. Pfizer needed to upgrade a facility in Europe to start to hit the demands of countries around the world. Now, through all the trials and tribulations of getting these vaccines, they've delivered it two months ahead of schedule because they were talking not like October, and we have enough now to vaccinate all Canadians 12 years older and up and also this week's shipment includes 36 30 sorry 3.6 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine as well as another 1.4 million of the Moderna now Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're hitting a milestone here. In order to have all these vaccines, over 66 million. Out of the 32 million that can get vaccinated, that's everybody getting a second dose. That is eligible for this vaccine. Now another story I came across here this week was with our reopening plan here in Ontario. We know, you know, here you live here in Ontario And anyways, I've talked about this before, that we are in the third stage of reopening. Now, apparently, according to the government here in Ontario, that we have hit the first benchmark to leave step three. But three more things still need to happen first. How about get vaccinated if you're not already? Once you do your part out there. Now, to complete the reopening, there are already calls for a contingency plan to avoid a fourth lockdown in the fall. Well, here in Ontario, we all know how that is. Three times in this province, this has happened. And we know around the greater Toronto area and the city of Toronto itself, how hard these lockdowns been. Now, according to the Health Minister of Ontario, 80% of the eligible, eligible population has been vaccinated with the first dose. That was one of the key targets that we had hit to exit step 3 and return to normal. Now, we're talking about in order to move out of step 3 the province must also have a 75 percent of the population with two doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. No public health unit can leave, can or can have less than 70% of their eligible population vaccinated. And the other key indicators like hospital capacity and the case counts must remain stable. So Ontario, when you wanna move on to step three, To date, the nearly seventy percent of the eligible population is fully ba- is is po- uh, sorry is fully vaccinated. The earliest date Ontario can leave Step Three is August the sixth. And on Thursday today, the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses issued a letter to Doug Ford to communicate its plan to lift. All business capacity restrictions. So, if they plan on moving back to normal, I mean absolute normal pre pandemic, then that means all restrictions must be lifted. Now, The other thing, though, too, ladies and gentlemen, is that still people out there need to get vaccinated. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Now, here in Ontario, according to the top health officials here in Ontario, Canada, is that they're talking about that we may be able to move out of the step three reopening plan and then go back to absolute normal, pre-pandemic normal. Now, to date, before you came on the show here, to date, Here in Ontario, Canada, officials report that nearly 70% of the eligible population here in Ontario is fully vaccinated. Out of all the ones that can be vaccinated, we have a population in this province alone of 16 million people. So ages 12 and up. So 70%. Has been fully vaccinated. Now the Canadian Federation independent businesses, they want a, a, a contingency plan that ensures small businesses will not have to close for a fourth time if the COVID-19 cases rise in the fall. Here in Ontario, Canada throughout this whole pandemic since March 2020, we have been through three lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, businesses shuttered. And even throughout the springtime back in April, when the Ontario government closed all schools and all non-essential businesses, shut down the golf courses, stay-at-home orders, the emergency act, and acted again for the third time. This is what we don't want to see come in the fall time. So, the government of Ontario better be sure you know, they're talking about the earliest getting out of the step three and going back to normal is August the 6th. Now, the top medical officer, chief medical officer of health, say the absolutely expects a rise in COVID-19 cases starting in September and the province is already preparing to respond to the potential surge. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? You know, we've done this before. We've opened up and we shut down. We opened up and we shut down. And a third time. So, where are we going to see these rising cases? The unvaccinated is where we're going to see these rising cases. Canada now has enough vaccines to vaccinate. The entire population from the age of 12 and up. We have over 66 million doses. And 33 million Canadians are eligible. To get their first and second doses. And two months ahead of time. of the schedule when the Prime Minister first announced and uh, when he figured he'd be able to get all these vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna and most of that came from Pfizer and Moderna. And when it didn't look like it at the beginning because we started to get shorted for, for um, for the vaccines out of Pfizer and Moderna, particularly Pfizer, because Pfizer had to upgrade a facility in Europe in order to start meeting the demands of countries around the world. People complained about the government not stepping up, and lo and behold, the Prime Minister of Canada Has this has moved this up two months two months earlier than the projection date of around October so we can't blame we can't blame the Prime minister now here of Canada now can we All the crying and all the complaining that the vaccines aren't coming fast enough and and you blame it on politicians when the politicians have nothing to do with it. They buy the vaccines and they hope they come through. And when they don't, well, whose fault is that? It's not the prime minister's fault. nor is it Pfizer's or Moderna's fault. Now, here in Ontario, when they're talking about moving out of step three, meaning going back to absolute normal, no restrictions, no capacity restrictions, but is the Government of Ontario prepared to do this by August the sixth? That's next Friday. Now, according to The business federations here in Ontario that an alarming eighteen percent of Ontario small businesses are actively considers considering considers sorry considering bankruptcy. Eighteen percent. See when we went down to, when we went into lockdown, it wasn't for. A couple of weeks it wasn't for a month. These lockdown stay-at-home orders and shuttered non-essential businesses, this went on to three to four months at a time. So how can you expect these businesses, these non-essential businesses, to stay afloat? How can you expect them? to do that. See, time right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is really a really critical time. We either get this right this time or the provincial government might also just call an early election and we can get somebody in there that's going to do the right job. Because here, across Ontario, we have endured the brunt of COVID-19 here in Ontario. The highest infection rate in the entire country. The most populated province in all of Canada. And do you think the people that work in these nine essential businesses, these employees, do you think they're prepared for a potential fourth wave that could potentially throw us backwards? Even in the hospitality industry, there is a lot of people Who have moved on. Found out of the work. Or they're still collecting their employment insurance. And they're not going back to the hospitality. At all. Thousands of people are not returning back to the hospitality. Restaurants when when we started to have indoor dining. Restaurants were scrambling to hire staff, new trainees hired and trained them because regular staff was not coming back, not coming back at all. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Now, you see, each step we have gone through from step one to step two and to step three, it's been for at least 21 days. Moving from step one into step two, we did it a couple days earlier. And then going from step two to step three, we we did it five days earlier. Now, hitting a milestone of 80% of those 12 plus received their first dose. 75% of those 12 plus received their second dose. And no public health unit has less than 70% of the 12 plus population fully vaccinated. To get out of this step three, we have to have a 70 to an 80%. And we've we've gone past that. Now we're at 80% with one dose, 75% with two doses here in the province of Ontario in, in order to move out of step three. Now starting on August the 9th, the federal government here in Canada is opening the land border to fully vaccinated Americans. I talked about this on my last show, about the procedures that you have to take in order to be able to come here. Now, when they're talking about the, you know, they expect a rise in the COVID activity in September, adding that the increased cases would mainly affect the unvaccinated population. Last summer, we had the same type of law, Ontario. Ontarians are taking a great advantage of the outdoors, but as soon as we come back into the indoors, normally all respiratory viruses start to come back, especially around the third week of September. Well, we saw that last fall. Going into September, October, cases started to go up. November, it got worse. We made it through the Christmas shopping. We struggled. We really struggled to get there because they were talking about closing down all businesses, all shopping malls before Christmas. After Christmas, that's when we had shut down again for the second time. And that all went right through the spring. December, January, February, March, part of April. Schools in the spring break. Back in April, they never returned back to class. The kids never went back to school after their spring break. What is their plan for for when the school starts back up in September, according to Premier Doug Ford? He says kids are going back in September, and they will be staying in class. And we've heard this before. Says the kids will stay in school, even even the, back in the spring break. He said after the spring break, the kids were be returning to school. The very next day, he comes back on national TV, back in, in, in like April 9th, April 10th of this year, and then said kids are not going back to school. Schools are out indefinitely. Are we going to hear this again coming September? As we roll through the month of September and cases are going up, are they going to shut out the doors once again? Parents out there can't do this. People are getting back to work, people are getting back to the office. And this is part of the reason why we cannot see a fourth wave here because then people have to stay home so the kids can do online learning again. That wouldn't be good at all. Non-essential businesses closing the doors once again. That wouldn't fare well. Are we moving too quickly? Even though we've hit this milestone here in Ontario with 70% of its eligible population is fully vaccinated Are we moving? Are we going to be moving too quickly? Should we hang on? Let's get through the summertime. First and foremost. Right. This is just coming to the end of July. We have the whole month of August. We keep things the way they are. We keep things at the capacities of businesses were the way they are throughout the whole summer. Going into the fall time and kids getting back to school, college and universities going back. Why well, don't we just see how things ride out. Instead of putting people's hopes up. And order and then turn around and then. Dash those hopes. People are already frustrated enough. People already have enough problems. We don't want to dash their hopes. Because here in Ontario We know all too well what it's like when we moved too quickly on reopening only to fall backwards, only to lock down. I don't, you know, I, I disagree with the Prime Minister here in Canada. I disagree with him of opening up the land border to vaccinated Americans. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I really don't. Canada has has its own trials and tribulations. We've had our own struggles. When we look to the south to see what's going on in the United States, 45 states are seeing an increase of COVID-19. And you're seeing well over 35,000 cases a day. An increase in the hospitals. I don't, you know, I just can't get it. I just, I cannot get past me opening up the land border. When on the other hand, Joe Biden is not opening up the U.S. side to Canadians or anybody else. He's not opening up the land border to fully vaccinated Canadians. So why are we doing it here in Canada? Why now? Has the Prime Minister of Canada decided on August the 9th that the land border will be open to fully vaccinated Americans? Oh, we got to get that tourism up. Well, we do. But it's not going to put a whole big pocket hole in it. It's not going to boost it like he thinks it's going to. You know, the recovery time for this, not just the tourism here in Canada, in the United States, but all over the world. It's not going to change very much. And it certainly isn't going to help the American side when he's not going to open up the border Joe Biden is not going to open up the border on the other side to fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated Canadians. So it's doing you no good with your tourism over there. And it isn't going to make a dent over here. Ontario, Canada has had the longest lockdown stay at home orders longer and more times than any province in the entire country of Canada. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, here in Ontario, we are not going to tolerate being pushed back when we've worked so hard to move forward. You know, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, I just, you know, sometimes I just wonder where, you know, I think about where their heads are at. Oh, everything looks really good. And it looked really good when we tried to open up ref- before. Before. We have a, we had a, it was an all right summer last year, and then moving into the fall. And like I said, we be just, just seen cases increase in order to go back into lockdown right after Christmas time for the remainder of December, January, February, March, April. You could save four and a half months, but as slowly as the vaccines were rolling out and the needles getting into the arms, you know, from where we were seeing over six thousand cases a day here in Ontario, and now where we're seeing well, well under hundred Hundred eighty, hundred maybe hundred, hundred and seventy a day, but that can change fairly quickly. Now, out in uh, out in Alberta, the uh, the government. And and their top health doctor basically are going to be lifting all restrictions. They're not going to be doing any more testing. I'm uh, not going to say. Well, I'm not going to say they're not going to do any more testing. But if you're tested for COVID, you're not going to get. You're not going to get your results. You won't have to self isolate. Maybe you go around anybody you want to go around, so they're just asking you in Alberta to use your common sense if you're not feeling well stay home you know when they're talking when they're talking like that in Alberta you know and you know it, the business, the business people in Alberta and everybody are, are calling on the government and the health officials in Alberta to retract their plans moving forward when their cases are once again on the increase. Now, now, every province here across Canada has done their, their, their ways, their own ways on how they wanna handle things. Well, if they're telling their citizens across Alberta that if you have COVID, you don't have to self-isolate, don't come here, don't come here in Ontario. If you have family here, we don't want you here. The only tracing contact tracing that they're going to be doing in Alberta is through retirement homes and nursing homes. But for the general public, there's going to be no more contact tracing. You get tested, you won't get the results. I mean, that's ridiculous. And then you don't have to self-isolate for 14 days. That's ridiculous. We're going to see how that plays out in the next little while with the province, I'll have a... a Alberta, and whether or not that's going to backfire. Now, whether the government here in Ontario is going to make that move out of step three and going back to absolute normalcy, And that means no restrictions anywhere. Even with the numbers that we have vaccinated here from the ages of 12 and up, 80% has received their first dose and 75% of those 12 pluses received their second dose. And with these variants out there, especially the Delta variant out there, I think the government here in Ontario needs to move cautiously. Because if the cases once again starts getting out of hand, citizens of Ontario in Ontario are gonna tell the premier to shove it if he says we have to go backwards, meaning we have to go back to stage two or we have to go back to stage one. And that means non-essential businesses once again would have to close their doors. And we're not gonna have it, we're just not. Millions of people here in this province have done everything that they've been asked of. All the sacrifices that we have made, millions here across Ontario have made those sacrifices. And we're not about to have it shoved down our throats To say, oh, you know, cases got out of hand again. Sorry, we opened up too fast. Or sorry, we went back to normal too quickly. And now we got to roll you back to stage one. No, we're not going to take it. We're just not. I know people... You know, we want to get back to what we were, what we always have done pre-pandemic. I know we want to do that. But when they're talking potentially a fourth wave coming in the fall time and over the winter time, You know, should we should we just say the hell with it? Is that we should is that what we should do? Say the hell with it? Or we we'll just open right up? Go crazy, go nuts. Because restaurants and non essential businesses. would just be screaming bloody murder. And imagine if it came to the point again that we had to close the schools, which they don't want to do. Oh, no way. By the way, Doug Ford said the other day, the Premier of Ontario, he said he'll be, if I have to, he says, I'll jump in the school bus and drive the kids to school because they're going back to school. That's what he said. I said this before, and they said that the schools will remain open when they didn't remain open. Same thing last year but maybe a month later. So March of 2020, schools were shuttered indefinitely until last September. And then April just passed, the schools were shuttered indefinitely and gonna be returning back in September. it's important for kids to have in-class learning right so if we keep moving forward too quickly potentially we could fall backwards and that's why i stressed it so much on my show sometimes you know that it is so important if you're eligible from the 12 years of age and up to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you want the pre-pandemic life that we all have enjoyed for decades on end, then get vaccinated. I read these stories And I just can't believe what people say out there with the misinformation about these vaccines. It's just mind-boggling. Conspiracy theories, conspiracy theorists. They need to give their heads a shake. I mean, look, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not sure about something, you're not sure about these vaccines, talk to a healthcare professional. You listen to the people out there who are just having these rumors going all over the place. And they're not trained medically And for some people, they just fall into that trap, which I can't even wrap my mind around that. Talk to a healthcare, talk to a healthcare professional, if you're not sure. It's that simple. Do yourself a favor. Do your loved ones a favor. Do your friends a favor and your coworkers a favor and the general population a favor and get vaccinated. You want normalcy, you want your life back. You want your freedom back. You wanna be able to go anywhere you like to go without without even wearing a mask as though nothing has happened. Then get vaccinated. I can practice what I preach because I am fully vaccinated. We'll see what's going to happen in the coming days, ladies and gentlemen. Whether this earliest date of Ontario that can leave the step three and go back to normal is August the 6th, which by the way is next Friday. That's a wait to see what the Ontario government and the, uh, top healthcare professionals of the disease infections have to say. Now, I generally don't have a show on a Thursday night. It's usually Friday nights, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. I'm doing this show tonight because once I get home from work tomorrow, I am on vacation for two weeks. So I want to do this show tonight, and I appreciate you coming out here, and I appreciate all the likes. So my next return to the airwaves will be Saturday the 14th of August at 10 p.m. I don't get home until the 14th of August, but that'll be late afternoon. So that will be my next episode of the truckers podcast. So thank you for joining me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you, too, yourself are going on holidays starting this weekend, this is, you know, um, a long weekend um, here in Ontario. A civic holiday weekend. So get out there and um, enjoy the outdoors while we can. It looks like it's going to be a really nice weekend. I am going to be away up at the cottage. And like I said, I'll be gone for two weeks. So enjoy the rest of your week, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you can join me when I come back on the airwaves again on August the 14th at 10 p.m. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me. Take care, and be safe, and thank you.